0: Explore, feast, dine, hike, talk, drink, walk, ride, laugh, dance, wander, sleep, travel. Welcome to the Travel World Podcast. Alright, I thought I would spend some time talking about one of my favorite places to go to, taking a deeper dive in. Um, It was actually the first place I've gone to which was Japan I think Japan was an interesting first place to travel to outside of the US because it's a lot different from the US if the US is more closely aligned with European cities over any other continent you know, be it Asia or Africa or South America or Australia it's more aligned with Europe maybe Australia would be next So it definitely makes for an interesting first trip. Not a bad trip, but interesting because there's a lot of dynamics that are different than what we're used to in the U.S. Um, A couple of things that might stand out would be the language and the culture um, because it's Japanese. Um, Now, for me, I didn't know Japanese going over there, but... Uh, all of their signs or a lot of their signs have English under them. So it does make it pretty easy to get around. Um, it's one of the things that I was nervous about when I was first traveling is getting around and how you would know that plus our smartphones make it really easy. Now. Um, my, my first trip to Japan was 2016. And since then, obviously technology's gotten better, uh, from a language translation. Um, and just navigation. there's A lot of it you could get on your phone. Um, but Japan does a pretty good job, and I spent most of my time in Tokyo and Kyoto, um, good job of making it easy to travel and easy to find things. So it's set up pretty easily for a new time traveler. Yet still, being my first time traveling out of the U.S., um, there were still some things that, you know, i wasn't ready for. Um, but you know, you get to see that in a new city. So you're just a little bit more nervous and tense and apprehensive, but I'll just take, you know, a little bit of time here and dive into what I got to see in Japan and my first observations of Japan. The first thing I notice, um, is all the people there seem calm, respectful, and they see you, but they mind your business. And what I mean by that is they walk down the streets, heads seem a little bit lower and that's really more of a sign of respect as you see, you know, sometimes when they bow. Uh, but they're not really looking you in in your eye. Um, that's disrespectful, maybe unless they're talking to you, but it, it does seem like they do mind their business. And it's just pretty calm, pretty respectful, pretty orderly. And it was just clean. Um, I didn't notice that. Um, so anywhere you walk, you really didn't see like a lot of trash everywhere. I didn't see people like jaywalk like you see in the U.S. If the light was red, even if there wasn't cars coming for a minute or two, um, people actually waited their turn. Same thing on the subways; they are respectful to make sure people get it all get off um, the subway and they're not you know overcrowding the the subway to get on. There's you know a line that's orderly. You can't eat or drink on the subway either. Um, people don't really talk loud there. It's pretty quiet on the subway Um, and it's orderly because they have a lot of people that get on the subway. Um, I think in the metro area of Tokyo, if you look at population wise, I think it's, I think it's about 38 million or something like that. So that's a lot of people in a metro area and that's a lot of people that ride mass transit. So you do have to really have an orderly system, uh, in order to, make sure everybody um can get on their way. Um I was in on the subway during rush hour and I remember almost being in a standstill when everybody was getting off the train. Um just seeing all the people go through and move around. So but everything's pretty orderly there. Um even um you know when you're navigating the subways the the card that I used back then you can use that card to purchase. Food, you could go to the 7 Eleven in the US. People are like, oh, you go to the 7 Eleven. They have them there. And if you want some quick food to eat, you definitely go to the 7 Eleven. They have some good uh, dishes. You know, if you want some chicken, rice, whatever, that's where you go get it. Um, that's maybe not, it's a little bit different than uh, what you would see in the US. And then when you would pull out money, um, I would usually say go to 7-Elevens to pull out money in those ATMs. It seems like those ATMs work well for anybody that's from the U.S. So if you're surprised, yeah, 7-Elevens are great there. Um, That card that you use for the subway, you can use it for 7-Eleven. You could use it for shopping, any of that stuff. So they were the first that I saw do that. I saw it in Hong Kong too, but it did make the trip. And travel a little bit easier to be able to load money on that card and use that card for um, almost everything you needed there outside of paying for uh, the hotel room, which I think you could as well. But nowadays you can use your phone for a lot of stuff, so um, you may not even need their their card that you could use there. Um, they do have a subway train that's specifically for new travelers to the city. I think they call it like the JR line. So I think that was cool as well. It's not as crowded. And it gets you to the main sites that you'd want to see. Um, their main suburb areas, because they have four or five main suburb, area, suburb areas that you'd want to go visit there. And that line gets you at least to the outskirts of them are pretty close there. Um, and they have trains for women as well. Um, they do get pretty packed. So It is something to uh, be cognizant of. Um, If you've never ridden mass transit or you haven't ridden a lot of mass transit, especially if you're coming from the U.S., you might want to get some practice in before just to get you used to what you would see there because it is on a whole different level. Um, And your phone does a good job of helping you navigate. So and all of their signs, again, have English right under them. So it is definitely easy to get around. Um, on the streets, yeah, it does get crowded, but it, you know, for them to have in 38 million, there's a lot of people out, but it, it's not as crowded as I would think, except for when you go to the main, um, areas to go walk around. So, you know, if you're in their busy area, um, busy areas, then of course, you know, you're going to, um, come across a lot of, uh, foot traffic there. Um, And then when you're going to go eat, they still, they do make it efficient as well um, as you can use your card to order outside and then go sit down. So they try to make it as efficient as they can there. Um, Staying on the food, you have um, a lot of uh, sushi and tea and ramen um, places there um, until your heart is content. Um, if you love sushi, you gotta go here there's there's no no place outside of Japan then you're gonna have amazing sushi because obviously they study it as a art. They do the same thing with their tea and it seems like they do the same thing with almost anything that they do um it's like an art, so you'll you'll find that most of the stuff you're looking for, especially if it's origin, is Japan. They really spend the time, and a lot of people go a lot of years uh, for school to study the art of making sushi, um, the art of making tea, and some of their other food dishes. But you can find it plentiful there, and you don't need to go to the what you would feel like is the the top-of-the-line place, all five stars, uh, because most of the restaurants there, as I said, they study it as an art. So you really do um, get great Um, food, um, at least Japanese food, from any of the the places that you go. They do a good job with their food there. Uh, They also do a good job with everybody else's dishes as well. I felt like any other international cuisine you get there, they do an above-average job on. Um, And you'll find enough restaurants to get uh, Japanese cuisine as well as American food and Other uh, cuisines and pasta and pizza as well. So don't feel like you won't be able to get your share there. Um, now if you're just going to the grocery store, there's a couple of things you may not find that you're used to. And, uh, when I stayed in Kyoto for a while, I did notice it was harder to find cheese just in the, um, grocery stores. And if you did, it was a little higher price. Um, cause I don't eat as much cheese as we do here, obviously. Um, but if you go into a restaurant, you won't. You won't have a problem there. Um, If you're trying to find places to stay, you're going to notice the rooms in Japan are really, really small compared to what you'll find in Europe and in the United States. It's small like a studio. If you're in New York, you're used to smaller apartments, but it's even smaller than some of the places in New York, um, which isn't a bad thing. You just need to be ready for it. So when you do rent... um, like a hotel or a place there is going to be smaller room. Even apartments are a lot smaller. They know how to pack everything in a small place and it's really efficient. Um, so you're going to kind of notice that if I were going to stay on the rooms, one of the bigger things you're going to notice is their toilets are a little bit different than ours. Um, they have a little water sp- that sprays up or I don't know if they call it a day. I think that's maybe the right term. Uh, if you're a first-time traveler like I was, then uh, I'm just trying to give it to you the way I saw it. Um, but those those toilets are probably the best thing ever. I never remember when I first got on one of those. Um, they're just nice. Some of them are heated. They have music. They have the water, you know, spray you and make sure you're really clean. Um, it's great. Um, their, their tubs work a little bit different as well. And they're good, but it's, it's, you know, a couple of things that are different, but the toilets will definitely stand out. If they don't, then I would be surprised, um, if you don't mention that. I think, um, I would say the sites that they have out there are pretty amazing as well. Um, from a cultural standpoint, they do a really well job of, um, all of their temples or shrines out there, um it just feels like it's really, really peaceful just to go around. And like I said, it's really, really clean. So they take everything seriously and artistically. They just, it's a great job that's done. Um, They have some cool cities to see. Of course you have Osaka, which is, you know, has over 20 million people and it's pretty big itself. Um, And it's got a little more of a local feel than, um, Tokyo, um, but Kyoto's nice. You got Kyoto has an old side and then it has a new side um, from a technology standpoint. Both sides are great because um, you get to see some of the old structures that are up and then you get to see how they are more modernized now. So that's cool there. Um, so some of those places are good. Tokyo, Kyoto, Nara's is good. At, um, that's where I was talking about before where you might see deer that bow when you bow. Um, they're used to people. Um, so there's a lot of great sites all over um, Tokyo and outside of uh, Tokyo and just Japan in general. Um, from a consumer shopping standpoint, if you want to go shopping, they have a lot of malls, mega malls, multiple floors, a lot of gadgets, a lot of appliances, great deals on them. Um, just all of that stuff you can find there. And then like the variety, like variety of stuff you can't find here because um, there was a lot of stuff that was made over there um, that come back to the U.S. And then they just have a lot of their own stuff that's unique and they have a variety of it. So it's kind of, Cool to see all of that variety um some you can get some great deals on some a little bit uh pricier. I'm not gonna say Japan from a uh currency standpoint is a you know like a bargain for the u s you know it's um you're you're gonna pay uh decent prices for everything um but it's it's not cheap, so um you definitely want to make sure you're prepared financially when you're coming here but the, the some of the things you can find in the malls and things you can get bargains for but you can find anything you want from electronics to clothes to all of that in their stores um you'll find some floors that just have electronics you'll find some floors that just have all these different candies all the stuff that you see in the u.s but then they have multiple varieties of it you know like oh i can't get that flavor of kit kat here or um, chocolate here. They have all these different and unique kinds there um, that you can find throughout um, Japan. So, I mean, their mall structures are huge. So, they're multiple floors. If you're on the East Coast and you in New York, you're used to seeing that. Um, other places that you're not um, as accustomed to seeing, like all these different um, malls and structures that are just multiple floors stacked high. And they're just, it's a lot to see. can be pretty overwhelming, um, just to see, uh, from that standpoint. Oh, make sure you are adjusted for the time there. It is about a 16 hour difference. So depending where you are in the U S which, you know, if I'm in the the West coast, um, that could be a pretty big difference. So you got to be ready for that because it's like, I call it back to the future. Um, you're pretty much almost a day ahead of everybody else that is all i got for japan thanks for rolling with me see you next time